you see a person's calendar and where the transactions are going in their bank account is a direct reflection of who they are and what they want to become. All right, and we are back. Hey, parents, welcome back to Parenting on Purpose. We got the Power Couples Edition. It's 10 o'clock. Let's go. We're having some fun. I got some special guests with me today. We got Coach V, his beautiful wife, Martha, Tui Vai, and I got my my better partner in crime over with me today. So how are you guys doing? Thanks for being here. Appreciate um, you. We're blessed. We're doing good. Thank you so much, Caitlin and Monroe, for having us. So we're pretty excited, maybe because you're all a poly Afakasi couple, uh, maybe because you're incredibly successful, but we're really just excited to share your story with our families. So um, to introduce yourselves, please share with us one thing you each do in your life to show up on purpose, and then just tell us a little bit about yourself and we'll just roll from there. I'll go first. Uh, as Martha warms up, um, I think the thing it is that I do on purpose for all of us is that we have a mission statement that says that we work to be our best and live our best life wherever we are together. Um, so that's something that's intentional. It's very general, so it can still encompass allowing me to be who I am. But at the same time, the together part, traveling together, being together, and making sure that I prioritize my wife's needs and that of our kids and then collectively as a couple towards our family and our kids is really uh, something that I, I think uh, makes us very unique in our approach to life leadership and business. Awesome. That was good. And, and just to feed off of that or to piggyback off of that, um, I just my goal is to make sure everyone's doing okay. I, my goal is to check on everybody. Um, how are you? How'd you sleep? Do you need anything? What do we have on the docket today? And then I can do for you. Um, just how are you feeling? How are you doing? And that could just mean anything. So like, uh, do is there anything I can help you with to get your through your day? Is there anything I could um, make your life a little bit easier? Is there anything I can take off your plate? So just basically checking on, checking on you. I think we need a Martha. Yeah, we definitely need a Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes she's Martha today, and like some days I'll be Martha. Everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do feel the same way in terms of like how we serve one another. And then sometimes that fault, right? Yeah. Where I think we overcompensate on trying to help and or really feeling um, entitled that someone should be looking out for us. I mean, I think that's the dynamic of, of successful and unsuccessful relationships, marriages, family dynamics, and parents that can raise, you know, we want to raise amazing kids. So that's what we're trying to do. What I think is so cool about your story and what Bro and I were talking about before we recorded is like, you both bring something really special to the table, but you're both able to really stand on your own. And that provides a certain, um, a certain role model for your children, right? Because Martha, yeah. I know you're you're killing it in the healthcare space, and you show up and you do what you do at a very high level. And then Coach, you're here as a you know renowned speaker and success coach, and it's just fun for us to like contemplate what that looks like uh, on a given Tuesday at mm -hmm. seven p.m. when you're not guest speaking on podcasts. Uh, so, I mean, give us a little insight to like you know what are some of the things you do to help support each other so you can both show up and thrive, but then so you're both there for your kids and your families when they need you. Well, he had this brilliant idea to like combine our calendars. 
which I didn't think about because everything I just put in my head. So he got us a calendar that just links or syncs together. And now we have our 14 year old that syncs to that calendar too. So tomorrow happens to be a day off for me. And um, so we fit in everything. So first thing I'm like, what do you have in the morning? So we try to work out together or do something together in the morning, take one kid to school. The other one wants to go and get her hair done. So I'll take her to do that. Then she's got volleyball tryouts. Then Junior's got to be picked up. And then she's got another volleyball um, clinic that she has to go to. Who's going to make dinner? On my days off, I make dinner. But he usually defrosts it or makes sure, like, what's our plan? Then I'll cook it on my day off. He cooks it on my days on. It does a lot of compromising. So that's what it is. We fit it all in. And by the evening, we watch a show together. We make sure we spend some quality time together. We try to read together as a family. That's awesome. And wow. then it's over. <laughs> what I appreciate about, uh, appreciate about that coach is that I know a lot of successful business owners, CEOs, right? C-level executives who have that title and they're very successful in their career, but I know enough about them, about their personal lives where mm. I maybe aspire to be what they are professionally, but in terms of their marriage and in terms of how they show up to parent, I look for, I look towards other couples for that aspect because mm. they don't right. have that aspect, right? It's almost like the guy works 14 hours and comes home and kisses his kid, uh, kids to bed and then has 30 minutes with wife. And then that's about it. So I may have followed you on Facebook, right? So I look at you, you're very active in your kid's life and yeah. like, I'm a huge volleyball fan, right? And I coach volleyball myself. So when I saw that your daughter was trying out, I'm like, man, me and V got a lot in common. Like he he's at the practices. Yeah. yeah. That that parent that's on the sideline, that's super hype, right? Like that's yeah. me. I can't sit still at a volleyball game uh, because yeah. I want to be involved in my kids' life. So it's not always the easiest to balance mm. the business uh, professional realm with your personal life. But I know that there's just more to being a CEO, right? It's not everything that's cracked up to be. Um, I want to be a great husband and a great father. And thirdly, I, the business stuff will come, right? Like I think if the support system is good at home, then you can go out and be the best businessman you can be. But to me, it starts really uh, in the core of uh, the home space to me. Yeah. I mean, what is what is success if there's no joy, peace, happiness, fulfillment, love, and family time, and really have the ability to prioritize the things that not only build a foundational legacy that your people that really matter remember you, but then also allows you to really grind and be that inspiration and empowerment that drives you forward. Um, I get that money matters, right? Uh, there's a saying uh, amongst those that are wealthy that says, you know, more money, more problems. But I come also from a realm more in Pomona, California, you know, no money, bigger problems, right? Mm -hmm. So, and some people call it balance. Uh, some people call it life balance, relationship balance, parental balance, wife, spouse balance. I just call it prioritizing. Mm -hmm. What the hell matters today? And then have an outlook for an annual plan where there's um, an annual calendar that has a priority date list of holidays, birthdays, anniversaries, away time, vacation time, parents' birthdays, and that's already down on the calendar. 
And then what is your plan and design, not a thought or a wish, but this is where we want to be in Maui in December 14th through the 25th or to the 20th. How do we get that done? It needs to be booked and we're going to be sitting there, but you know, a lot of people want to live a life by chance. We, we decide to live a life by choice. And so, and we're, and we're good. Um, uh, not making the millions yet. I'm going to get there that a lot of my counterparts are people that are in football that were my counterparts and they were, uh, my equal and they're making us a, a ton load of money, but that's not a sacrifice. That's just the way we choose to live while we become more effective and efficient in the processes that will attract the level of money and the level of success that we want in the future. I'm really appreciative that he went there because we like, these are the things that keep us up at night. Like we're, right. we're like in our mid thirties and to be like so vulnerable and honest, like mid there is. Mid thirties, you guys are doing great. You guys are doing great. You guys are doing great. Yeah, you, you guys are doing great. Yeah. But the point is, right? Like I say this because like we're all mirrors of each other. And I know there are other people listening who have the same fears. Like, I look at people who are successful and you kind of just said it, like, I don't want that life. And I think it, it kind of holds people back in a way, right? Like mm. they see what they don't want. And so they justify what they don't have yet, but that's mm. not the way everyone who, I just finished reading, um, Jen Serrano. She's a, a, a Paisan like me in Italian. And the book is called, you are a badass at making money. And what it talks about is like bringing all those thoughts to the forefront of what's holding you back from getting what you want in any aspect. This just happens to be like the title of the book is money, but it, it's kind of like that. So I, I love that you guys bring the intentionality to it, which is why this mm -hmm. whole journey that we're on is about being on purpose. So walk me through both and I'll start with Martha and then I'll go to you coach. Walk me through what that looks like when you guys were a younger family and maybe you're in the throes of the grind and working really hard. Um, when, when were you like, all right, this is enough here, here's what we need to do. And how did you start to put those strategies in place to just aspire a little bit more? I'd love to hear anything you got. Mm, please. Um, when we were in, um, Boise, we were in Boise and I went to nursing school. I had no intention on being an, I went to nursing school, but I wasn't really going to be a nurse. I was going to be a stay at home mom. And that was my goal. And that was our plan. Um, I was, we had a little, by the time we had our daughter, uh, we just didn't want to leave her. This is all we wanted to do. Um, but then he was working 16 hour days and he wasn't home. And so then we would, I packed her up and we'd go visit him during lunch. And that was the only time we can see him. And then we'd come back home. And then um, there was this time where he came home and picked her up and she cried because she didn't recognize him. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I started wearing his shirts during the day. So then when he, when he came home, she would recognize his smell. And so she'd be more comfortable with being held by him because, you know, I can't hold her all day. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're a partnership here and she needed not to be afraid of him. And so then when I wear shirts and then all of a sudden we, it hit us, we're like, what are we doing? Our daughter is crying when I come home, you're working all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we made a decision that we were going to transition to um, change it your career basically. And he was going to become a public speaker and we were going to grow that business together. So I said, Hey, I have this nursing degree. Let me try to see if I can get a job. And so that's what we did. Um, we applied 53 applications four different states and we moved to one, I got one. Yes. And it was a telephone interview and 
we moved back to Sacramento to UC Davis um, and I started there as a nurse and he built his business while I was working. And then that meant doing the laundry, uh, cooking and cleaning at home, watching the kids. That was me building my business and she was keeping us afloat the entire time. Yeah. And then um, his business took off and he became less successful with it. And, and I was able to work less and less and work so, nights. She went from nights to days and yeah. um, it worked out well. So that was our turning point was just that we didn't see each other. Like we went from seeing mm. each other and it didn't matter mm. that he was a date that he was working 16 hour days because I was going to school full time or like I was getting a degree. So I was out of town. We had a long distance relationship. You didn't feel it until you involved children into it. Mm. And then you realized that we didn't get that time together. Like we weren't being the family that we had always wanted to be. So that's what, that was what turned our, our life around and that was the choice we made. And it's been wonderful. It's been, I think phenomenal. So the kids get both of us. So oh. that's a big impact. So I'm going to pass it over to you, Coach V, but can I just say from one woman to another, that's what's up. That is freaking <laughs> awesome. Real like, talk. Yeah, real talk. Yes, how motivating is that? I love that you guys did it together from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I love, like, everyone can say, oh, we're a 50-50 partnership, but it doesn't feel doesn't feel really freaking great when you're, like, doing the 30. But to be okay to mm -hmm. do the ones, like, that is what's up. I love that. That's awesome. Coach, yeah. and what, I was that Sorry. I, was, I wouldn't have been able to do it if, if I didn't have the support. So, I mean, so supportive with me and, and I wouldn't have been able to keep going. I mean, he made dinner. I didn't have to come home and take care of anything. And it just worked out perfectly. It's just the partnership. That's awesome. And, so, I'm very yeah. good at folding laundry, by the way. Most people don't know that's my like, dirty secret. I think I was like a maid in my past life. <laughs> I'm very like crisp with all my folding and can I tell the story? Tell them. It was like our, like, I don't even want to say that in case any of your like relatives are listening to this. It was relatively early on in our dating career. And I think it was like the third or fourth time he slept over. And I, when we woke up, like, like I thought he either was going to rob me or like something because, <laughs> because not because he's brown, but because the bed was, he was in the military. My bed was so perfectly made, like the corners right. tucked in, like anything that was like not in a place the night before was folded perfectly. I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> I'm happy to report that no longer happens. <laughs> that was the honeymoon phase, B. That was, we've already transitioned. In the same way, it's totally fine. He's very clean, he's very clean. Hey, we're, we're, I'm always like, man, if we could get this bed made, everything yeah. else we could, we could handle. I just, I always feel like that in the morning. And she doesn't like doing these. And, and I really want to say that I appreciate her doing it because she's very good at it. And, you know, um, we are not a perfect couple and there's no superpower here. I think the reason why we've made it to where we are is because we had no other freaking choice. Yeah. Is there, do you know, it's like sink or swim. And so we decided that we're going to be each other's ride or die. And that, you know, like so many other people that have been very massively successful or they're, you know, making very good money and they're upper middle class and yet they, they want for nothing is that they chose uh, to prioritize joy, peace, happiness, fulfillment, love and family time versus just chasing the title, influence, clout, um, the social standing and the money. Um, we are trying to do all of it. 
And though, you know, we haven't been millionaires, I mean, that's definitely a goal that's within um, the two quarter mark that we're trying to make sure we can get done. Um, we have um, a lot of verticals in my business and then uh, being a part of Island City Media Group, uh, which I'm the president of now, shout out to Island City, my boy, I'm in green and Joey Kendall for the opportunity to serve as the president of the company. It is a massive opportunity um, to work with them and our board uh, member and chairman of the board, Eddie Fom, who is, he's launched $63 billion uh, products into um, the new market development space. I mean, it's just a matter of time before we really do cash in, but we do prioritize in terms of our business approach that there's money in the transaction, but the wealth is in the relationships that everything it is that we do and the products and how it is that we interact with everyone is one with honor, respect, and that we over deliver and under promise. Um, and then, then we'll live with the consequences of those business deals and transactions, but we all have a fundamental base and foundation at the home. And, and even before the home, and we don't talk about this much, is just like where our faith is. Like we have an eternity plan um, we're willing to figure out and write down because you look at two things. You look at what people say, yeah, what they do, no question, but you see a person's calendar and where the transactions are going in their bank account is a direct reflection of who they are and what they want to become, right? So that's what we try to do is invest our time and our money in those things that will bring the highest rate of return in terms of our today, our tomorrow, and the legacy when we're no longer here, that we impacted people's lives for the better. And definitely our kids can say that we did the best of what we could. So on our pre-call, you mentioned something and I want you to, I want to tee it up for you because I want to give people permission to like do both. It's okay mm -hmm. to succeed financially and be a great parent. And I love what you just said about the bank accounts because it's not just where you're investing your your time toward your business. Like, like if I pulled out my journal that I do every morning, it's part of my routine, like my deposits with Bro and my and my son and my daughter, like that has to be there every day or I don't feel like I won the day, right? Like that, and I know he's the same way, like he's amazing with our son and our daughter and I love and I'm so fortunate that he's like that. But coach, do you remember what you said on the pre-call about something that happens specifically to the divorce rate when the household income goes above a certain I'd love for you to touch on that. Yeah, you know, uh, a combined, and this is not my study. I mean, this is what the statistics say nationally that a couple that has $300,000 combined annually, the divorce rate is basically zero, right? So it's not about the money, <laughs> but it definitely is. I mean, the number one reason why uh, people end up divorcing is a multitude of reasons, but mainly first and foremost is their marriage and their wedding put them in debt because they're having, you know, 65000 to $400,000 weddings that they don't have money for. And then that just magnifies the pettiness in relationships is the pressure of we don't have enough. We need to keep up with the Joneses. And not only do we not have enough, we don't have anything and we're buried in debt. So uh, we do watch our debt to income ratio. Um, we're always looking at how we can pay off the credit cards. Um, and then we've done that once already. Now we're going back now that everything's rebounded from COVID is making sure that we cut that down and be at zero by 2024. 
and then that we really have an investment because we don't have um, the luxury of thinking long, short term. Mm -hmm. Our daughter, four years from today, should be checking into summer school at some university somewhere, unless she's a major entrepreneur, or some Hollywood singing rapper or girl, <laughs> right? I mean, that's just the obvious. So instead of just wishing that something by chance will happen, we effectively try to design that within our calendar, our bank account. We live pretty frugal. But if we do spend on anything, it's on amazing experiences together. Yeah, I, I mean, that we will not uh, try to save money on going to Maui. I mean, Maui is, is the most expensive vacation spot in the continental U.S., mm -hmm. right? It's, it's one of those spots. And we love it. They love it. Uh, and then future travel, we're going to be in Illinois next month. Uh, we're going to hit Hawaii again um, in May. And that's just for vacation time let alone for when I travel for business, we try to accommodate it and, and make the schedule work. Now, high school now, I'm not sure how we're going to fit that in with our daughter because we love school, but I'm like, check the kids out of middle school and elementary. Just go make memories. They're going to learn a lot about life just traveling, right? So it's not that we know and we know better than anyone else, but we have found a process, replicable steps that replicate success that works for us. It's our standard operating procedure. This is how we serve one another. And my wife says it's been amazing. Yeah, amazing with a shitload of struggle um, yeah. and a lot of and a lot of arguments. And you know, Tongan brother can re get really petty, and I can hold the grudge for a long ass time, right? I mean that, but that's marriage. We're not trying to portray that at all. But um, I, I prefer her. Versus anybody else's unknown or craziness. I, I, I'm invested. I'm invested. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, Monroe. Let me say, so I, I was just joking. We were being sarcastic. We, every couple argues, right? Um, I like had to... <laughs> Go ahead. Accept that. Okay. We still like each other. Like, we've been together for 23 years. We still really like each other. And you can tell that. I can feel that through the call. I can see it in the. Uh, the yeah. content you guys put out this is you guys are a real couple that loves each other i love that you guys are intentional about what you guys do as a family a couple years ago we made a shift as well um we decided to try and not spend money on things and stuff and just really try to invest in experiences things that our kids are going to remember for the rest of their lives a couple years ago uh we took our daughter who's 15 now to ireland scotland england and that was a life like time memory. We'll it was never... a Harry Potter phase. Yeah, it was <laughs> we really we really went for Harry Potter and just told our friends that we wanted to go see the major cities. But um, yeah. we're Why gonna find out by watching this. Um, but that's a lifelong uh, type of memory, and yeah. we really do strive to try and splurge on the things that that are experience based, right? So. Love you guys for that. What I want to talk to is I want to ask Martha a question because earlier you guys mentioned that um, you guys just made a decision, right? And I always tell people there, there's two pains. There's a pain from kind of staying in the same rut that you're in and then from having to change. So both, both equal pain. It's just that usually one is heavier than the other, right? So if you're trying to lose weight, Usually people don't do it until the, the doctor says, hey, you have to do it now because your life is on the line. I've right? been there. Yeah. Right? Been so there. I have family members and myself, I've kind of, that has run across my mind. 
uh, recently as I'm getting in about to hit 40 here. Um, He's got a few years. <laughs> You're rounding. But I'm asking Martha this question. What do you think makes someone or a family unit decide, hey, enough is enough? Like, what are the predisposition, like, traits in that person or that family that make them do it versus a family that does not do it? Because I have a inclination of what I think the answer is, but I want to give you guys a, a chance to answer that. So like what exactly it, it took us for finally to finally say that we're, we had enough, we're done. Is that kind of. More like, what do you think about you and, and me as a, as a individuals of your personality makeup that, that where you guys said you guys were going to make a change versus a person who decided, Hey, we don't have the aptitude to make that type of change. What is the difference between someone like you versus someone who just feels helpless? Um, I think oh, that's a good question. I think because we had it, like we had, we have each other, like as long as we had each other. Because I remember when we made the change, we were in a car, we were on a way to a speaking engagement because he was getting paid for a speaking engagement. And that wasn't his primary job, like he was coaching. So we were doing that for the weekend. And we were so excited we got to spend some time together. And I remember making that change when he said, gosh, you know, this is a lot. Like we haven't seen each other all week. And I was like, no, we haven't seen each other all week. I don't remember exactly what was said, but I remember the decision or the beginning of that decision was made on that drive. And I think we've always had that I can do attitude. Like it, mm. it was nothing really ever stopped us. Like we always knew that we just as long as we had each other, we'd be okay. I, we were in college. He got a call that I got a new job in Boise. I have to leave in 30 days. What do you think? And I was like, oh, okay. All right, let's do it. How far is Boise? And then we made two and a half years of hard work. Like we can make this work. And then it's like, oh, okay, this isn't working for us. What could we do? What we what are what are our options? We always have a way of like weighing our options. What do we have? We have each other. We have a way to make money. We'll make it work. So and he and he, I think you've instilled that in us. Like even when I wanted to go back and get another degree, you're like, why not? And you can do yeah. it. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. Just as long as he says we can do it, I feel like I can do it. Do you know what I mean? But so, she did say no the first time I asked her to marry me. So we only knew each other for a couple of weeks. And the Tommy brother was trying to do it the right way. Right, Monroe, Caitlin, right? And I was like, okay, I love this girl. I'm going to do this right. We get married. We're going to start a family. She was like, I just turned 19. How are we going to do this? Together, all things are possible. <laughs> and at that time, she was like, yes, right. <laughs> I was turning 19 and then um so please ask me again and then and then she i said well i'm not gonna ask you again she did ask and i was like yeah um but yeah he, here's a coach vism life is struggle struggle is life misery is optional <laughs> and yes your success is not gonna just be hard it will be the hardest shit you've ever tried to do yeah. but will it be worth it is the real question and for me and for us, it's always been absolute. And, you know, the fear of the unknown is something that's real. It is real to be in the self-preservation mode to make sure that not only do you not feel pain or get hurt or injured, but not be embarrassed and then put your family name out there. I mean, all those things come in the combination where I've always been like, man, I'm going to walk on at UC Davis as a 23-year-old sophomore. Um, 
and nobody's my, in my family's ever graduated from college. I don't have a model. It's like, why not? Let me try this thing out. I got offered a job. It was the best job I ever had at the time. I was a now a 29 year old graduate trying to figure my life out. And I was painting curbs on, on, on a apartment complex next to mine in Davis, California. They offered me $385 a month to be a graduate assistant at Boise State University. I was like, I mean, I think this is the only way I can make a hundred grand plus is what I was thinking is football. I can't make it as a teacher. I can't make it as the PE teacher and football coach I want to be. So I went and tried it. And then when I got my first full-time position at Boise State as a linebacker coach and a recruiting coordinator, and I was like, yeah, why not? Let's let's try it. Well, what's the goals here? Let's go to the Rose Bowl. Well, we missed. We missed the Rose Bowl. We went to the Fiesta Bowl. And we went 13-0. And the same thing with public speaking. I didn't have any uh, real experience in it other than standing around at church and talking about scriptures. But I was like, why not? If other people can make thousands of dollars to speak for minutes, like, why can't I? Right? This isn't, this isn't other countries. This is the United States of America. And I'm not saying the starting line is the same. I'm not saying that your challenges are the same as the person who grew up Ivy League parents are successful. They got their own set of challenges, right? But I just know that in this place, the American dream and your American dream can be a reality. And I think not only has God's unmerited and undeserved favor been that reason for us, but, you know, you add to that a place like America, the United States of America, where you can wake up and be a Division One coach and go, I want to be a motivational speaker. I thought that's what I wanted to be. And we did it. And she wanted to be a, a nurse and then went into thoracic and then got her dream job to be a labor and delivery nurse. So, And I don't think this is something that's superhuman. It's for those people who make that choice to change and then uh, we'll live with the consequences and keep going and don't quit. And just like you two are doing right now and, and you will continue to do. We appreciate it. This is why this is so fun for us. It's like a mirror, right? Like relationships, you're a mirror for one another. The good, the bad, the ugly, and not just like any mirror, but that talking about that really close one when you're like plucking your eyebrows and you see every imperfection of your face, that mirror. And it's got a light and everything. Um, but so having other couples on to share like, their journey. What I gleaned from this is several things, but it's a step-by-step. -step. I think everyone always knows inside of them is the seed of greatness. And as parents, that's what we're instilling in our kids is that like seed of you are going to become something beautiful in the proper time. It doesn't have to happen tomorrow. Right. And I love what, how you walk in faith, how you help each other. And you just took it one step at a time, enjoyed the journey. Cause that's what it's all about. We're going to rush into the end of the road here. Let's enjoy where we're at. Um, and you have a great life to show for it. So I know we have a, a time limit. We got to wrap. Um, if you guys would indulge me with one last thing, I would love coach Martha for you guys to share with our audience where they can find you coach. Tell people what you do now. Um, and as a success coach, if they want to get involved in your world, um, let's wrap it up with that. Go ahead, baby. Oh, you can find me through my husband at any time, or if you have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> in Oakland. Well, I'll let you know that might be a that might be a far trip. You might be <laughs> my my last my last one. My water broke on the stairmaster, and I was like, I think I think I should probably do something about that. Yes, yes, that's why your water broke. That's awesome. Sorry, I love one that do that. 
don't know if I can make it out to, to California, but what do you yeah. do when people find you? Yeah, so you can find both of us on Facebook, Martha Tuivai, Viliami Tuivai. You can find me at Coach Viliami on Facebook and on IG, Viliami Tuivai on LinkedIn. And then my website is coach-v.com. And then you can also find me at islandcitymediagroup.com as well. Um, I'm just really thankful for you two. I think there's going to be um, a lot of different opportunities for us to come together and bless other people. Um, I'm grateful for the opportunity we both are that we could just have a discussion. Um, and again, for anybody out there that that is watching, like, why not you, right? Because um, who are you not to be gorgeous, talented, famous, and, and successful, right? Um, you were born to make uh, and be the champion that's within us. And it's not just in some of us, it is in all of us. And as we let our light shine, we automatically give others permission to do the same. As you, Caitlin, and Monroe, and Martha and I, as we are liberated by our own fear, now our example in our mere presence automatically liberates others. So we're just grateful for the opportunity, and thank you so much. And uh, thank you to my wife for agreeing to come on a podcast, even though she will not ever do any of these <laughs> When we first started and I was doing social media and stuff seven years ago, I would go cheese and she'd go like, <laughs> she'd like duck out of the picture and she's laughing because she knows it's true. Now it's like, hey, look, when I point the camera or someone points a camera, we're in Hollywood or we're in, you know, we're, we're somewhere in New Orleans or somebody speaking, coming and coming with video cameras. Stand tall, smile, and look at the camera, please. <laughs> That's part of the brand. This is what we do. Exactly. So thank you, Martha, and thank you both of you, Caitlin and Will. Thank you. Oh, you guys are awesome. Real quick for the uh, Palangi people out there, and if you know, you know. If you don't, you won't know that I'm making fun of you. Um, give a quick <laughs> plug for uh, Island City to tell people what it is. Uh, so Island City Media Group is we're based out of Hollywood, uh, California, down in Southern California, and really. We want to be able to represent not only the island Pacific, but the Asian American population too, that should you have media or production needs, social media, digital media promotions, and or email marketing campaigns. We now do that on a national level with our clients that are uh, in the government running for office, um, Nike commercials, launching products like um, there was a, a a blanket called Snuggy. We are launching for Eddie Farm what's called the Comfy. Um, so shout out Comfy. And so we launch products that are either new or a, take on existing marketing and promotions through our production company. And then you can find us on islandcitymediagroup.com. And then my show that was on the on on that platform for two and a half years, where they asked me to be president, is the Coach V Show, which is a personal development show that I'm going to have these two on. Uh, mm -hmm. Collectively and individually, we do shoot in studio now that COVID has opened up. And um, just shout out to all the Polynesians out there that are doing business, that are striving to do better, that never had an example, that never had a model. But as as Monroe was talking about, for things to change, you must change. If you don't change, nothing changes. But if you do change, everything changes. Because you, friends and family, you are definitely the key. It's awesome. And my last plug of the night is uh, everything that you guys want, I'm speaking to everybody, right, is just on the other side of discomfort. There's yes. a reason 
everybody has a coach. There's a reason you got to huddle up. So whoever, like the coolest thing coach B and Martha about the podcast for us is we get hit up constantly about friends or speakers that linked up with other speakers. I had a listener message me the other day. He hired one of the coaches we had on and started taking his program. Like find someone who's done it and piggyback off of them and learn faster. There, yeah. there's, there's a reason it's uncomfortable. Get the tools you need to succeed and move forward in your life. Lean into that discomfort and coaches are absolutely amazing way to do that. I know in our personal life, coaches have been super imperative, both in sports, but also in business and life in general. Um, so just a shout out, if Coach V resonates with you, I'll get all the stuff they just said in the past five minutes and I'll put it in the, in the links in the bio. Definitely reach out. These are some great people. So thank you to you, Martha, Coach, and parents. You, you guys know the deal. Keep hitting us up. Let us know what you want to move forward in your marriage and your life as parents. And we go and find amazing, incredible people. I say we find, but the universe provides amazing, incredible people like Coach B and Martha to come speak to us. So until the next perfect time, you guys stay beautiful and stay inspired. Peace.